Hi, everybody. Stuart Kibbe with The Winner's Circle, uh, my new podcast. I'm excited to bring it to you. Lots of people, lots of winners. And this is what the podcast is all about. Um, people connecting you with people who are winners in their arena, because when you're around winners, you are likely to be the winner as well. And uh, I have the massive privilege of being with a good friend of mine, Pete McKnight. Uh, Pete McKnight is a coaching and sports science director at Hints of Performance. And um, Pete, thank you so much for being my first guest on this podcast. No worries, Stu. It's good to see you, and thanks for having me. It's a, yeah. it's a privilege. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited because when I think about performance and, um, I mean, ultimately performance leads to winning. When I think about performance, you were the first guy that popped in my head. And um, I think we have, a, we have a history that goes, goes back quite a few years, and I've secretly always been jealous that you were a bit fitter than me and never could quite get to your level. But um, uh, that's one of the reasons why I want to have you on is to kind of maybe pull some secrets in and, uh, and, and, and hear from you and, and, and see what I can do to get better today. So, um, Pete, tell us a little bit about, for, for my audience and, um, and, and extended audiences, tell us, tell us about yourself, tell us your background, what, you, what do you do, what's, why are you different, why, why are you a, a performance guy, what's, what's, what's your story? Yeah, so my whole career has been based around um, working in high performance, um, either in sports and then more recently um, in sports and business. And um, it all started with me uh, studying sports science and physics at university. And I was no good at sports science and I was good at physics. <laughs> and um, I thought I was going to pursue a career in physics. And when I graduated, I was going to start a PhD in physics. And then I had a little bit of a, a uh, kind of a pivotal moment when I realized that I was really passionate about sports science, even though I wasn't particularly good at it uh, at university but I really love sport and I decided to pursue um, a career in coaching because wow. um, I'd always been passionate about grow and develop and achieve their potential and um, and so I, I did some vocational coaching qualifications and I started coaching and um, and I was really fortunate early on to get a really good mentor and, um, and, and I'm sure you talk about this a lot and I talk about it a lot. Having a good mentor is, is just key. And wow. uh, I had a really good mentor who, who gave me um, incredible opportunities. And basically, very early on in my career, he gave me the opportunity to work with good athletes. And he, he mentored wow. me and he o overlooked my work and, and, um, and basically trusted me to, to co coach good athletes. And um, so I started off in 2001 coaching and, um, and, and basically over the years coached through um, four Olympic, summer Olympic games wow. and one winter Olympic. Um, and alongside working with um, these um, amateur Olympic athletes, I, I worked with some professional athletes as well in, in mm. football and cricket and other professional sports. So it was a mixture of the, the Olympic sports and then the paid <laughs> professional sport. So, so and, tell, me, uh, tell, me, tell me really quickly about the, um, just, just really curious to know, do you prefer working with amateurs or professionals, or does it really depend on the, the personality? It, it depends on the personality. Um, amateur sport is, um, is interesting. The in, individuals uh, are in it for the absolute love and passion of it. Um, 
uh, and they they are so dedicated and um the nature of a lot of olympic sports um is that you a lot of them uh you know you just have to work hard and, and practice hard and commit your whole life to it um to be able to get on the olympic team to be able to get selected to hit the standards to go to an olympic um, professional sports obviously um it is very similar in most cases but there are some cases that i've come across where people have um gained a contract and and then they can kind of sit back and and rest on their laurels of it and, yeah, and yeah. go with the flow for for a year until it comes towards contract renewal time and then they have to work a bit harder but <laughs> but um that i mean that's not totally fair because obviously we, we watch professional sport and it's full of super dedicated hard-working athletes as well so yeah. um, there's differences but there's a lot of similarities and, mm-hmm. and, and I like both and, and I've had great experiences in both and it seems to me that you know I've, I've, I've watched you for several years and you're more than just a, a guy who's into sports science you have a family you've got an amazing wife awesome kids who are up-and-coming you know elite athletes from what I can tell um, what are, what are the passions do you have? Yeah, what other passions do you have that um yeah, that, that 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 define who you are and, and what makes you up? Um, I mean, I'm really I'm really passionate about business. Um, I'm passionate about leadership as well. And throughout my career as a coach, I've really tried to um, be smart about the positions that I've taken and I've tried to align myself with good leaders and um, people who are knowledgeable in leadership and and business as well. And I've tried to really develop um, these three strands of of sports, leadership and business um, because... uh, I'm passionate about all three areas and, and it's not kind of typical of a coach to, to want to be involved in those other two areas as well. You get a lot of coaches who are passionate about leadership, but um, the business side is, is probably less common. Um, and so I've always tried to take leadership positions, whether it's in sporting organizations or, um, or other organizations. And, um, and I've been involved in, in um, pioneering and setting up a, a church and co-pastoring a church for a number of years um, uh, and sat on boards of other organizations as well and helped bring leadership and development and guidance there. And um, so, yeah, I, I love those areas as well. And, um, and I, I, I plan to continue developing in those areas throughout as my career can, continues. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it seems like you're just really starting to, to build a rocket for yourself. I mean, tell us, I think what, what you've told me that you're, you're doing right now is you're working with an organization, an elite organization called Hints of Performance. Um, for those of us who don't know Hints of Performance, and I actually, I don't know that many people know that there is a sort of a human performance business sort of market. Uh, t- tell us a bit about Hints of Performance what that's about and uh, what you do there and how you've come in and brought some, yeah, really brought your expertise to make this business grow. Yeah. So we, we, um, we're an interesting organization because we, we are about human performance, as you said, and, and we work in, in corporate um, settings and corporate um, and also insurance companies where, where we do corporate health and wellbeing Um and um, we deliver that um, digitally using um, a couple of digital platforms that we own. 
um, one called Heya Heya and one called Better Life. Um, and we also do we do a lot of education as well on corporate health and well-being and you know really how to um, how to perform at the highest level um, and and really leverage yourself in the right way in terms of getting healthy and exercising regularly having good nutrition having good general health having good uh, biomechanics um, and good mental energy and and good cognitive performance and really knowing who you are and your destiny and what you you know where you're going and what you're called to so we cover like a really holistic um area and have got a holistic approach but we also we have a sports business as well which um operates on the same principles and values um but that's working with elite sports people and i sit on the sports side of the company so i don't really do much on the corporate side i've done a little bit and i've done a bit of speaking and and coaching with corporate individuals but most of my time is spent on the sports side where um, I do a mixture of um, looking after the coaches that we have who all work with top level elite athletes, mm. um, many of motorsports with formula one drivers. So we look after a number of the, the formula one drivers out there. Wow. And um, I look after their physical coaches, their performance coaches, their physios and, and so on. So I have a team of nearly 30 coaches that I oversee. And so I oversee them from kind of a technical point of view in, in terms of sports science, um, but then also do some business development and um, and just trying to grow the sports business as well and, and put systems and processes in place there. So it's a real mix of kind of leadership and, and kind of mentoring and coaching. So, so what did you bring to the organization? I mean, obviously you're a humble guy, so you're gonna have trouble answering this, but what did you bring to this organization that that's really helped it see the development? Because I think uh, from what I've read and understood is that it's a business that's growing and uh, it's, it's, it's really making a name for itself. And I know it has a, a sort of a legendary um, uh, founder, but what, what are you bringing to this organization uh, specifically that, that you see is really adding to, to the value of the organization? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um talking about performance and reading about performance is all well and good but when you've really experienced um a high performance environment um and you've worked with some of the best athletes in the world and you've helped people prepare for world championships world cups olympic games um you kind of take for granted um what what it is to be a high performer and and to really gear your whole life and your whole approach around achieving something and, and performing at the highest level on the biggest world stage. Mm. And, um, and I guess that's what um, I've not really kind of really been aware of in the past. I've taken, like I said, I've taken it for granted, but then suddenly recently the pennies dropped and I, I was like, actually I, my whole career I've been working in that environment. And I think that is what I bring to Hintzer an understanding of what a high performance environment is, what it takes um, to to achieve and to perform on the highest highest level, at the highest level on the biggest stage, and um, yeah, so I think that that experience is probably something that I bring that others might not have. Definitely, and you know, I, I'm I look at business and I look at I mean even something like family life, people are juggling more and more things and they don't even know how they're going to, you know, get all the stuff done they need to do. And we're always looking for ways to ultimately to perform better, to achieve the goals that we have. And um, I love that Hinsa has this sort of holistic approach. And it seems like it goes really well with the way you view 
uh, performance as well. Um, do you see yourself, I mean, you're working specifically with the athletes, but do, do you see yourself working uh, in the future as well with, with uh, non, um, non-elite athletes or just business people? What's your, where do you see your, like, at, where do you see your evolution as you, uh, as you mature as a, a businessman and as a, a leader? Yeah, so I think I definitely want to um, really begin to evolve into more coaching um, people who aren't athletes or, or helping athletes um, transition from being athletes into mm. finding their, their, their new career. So um, really helping them um, change their trajectory and the, the direction they're going in um, because it's pretty tough for people um, when they retire and, and they've been sent to stage and suddenly in a lot of cases they, they need to just go and get a normal job or they might be working in media or they might be kind of investing some of their, their winnings and earnings and, and just really want to help people be able to change that trajectory and, and redefine themselves and redefine wow. their dreams, redefine their future, redefine their impossible and, and redefine themselves. I love that. Redefine their impossible. And, um, yeah, yeah, but but also, um, but also people who maybe haven't come from sports, just you know, because there's there's some real key principles that carry for for all of us around what it takes to to achieve, and and you know, I want to work with passionate people who are really motivated and driven, but maybe just need a little bit of um, guidance around. Yeah you know, how to take massive action day in, day out, how to be consistent day in, day out, how to, um, how to be able to course correct and slightly change direction, um, you know, and, and some of these principles that we take from sport and just help people apply them. Um, yeah. That's, 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 that speaks really, um, quite profoundly to me. And, and, uh, I guess, I guess, what I'd like to do is to see if I'm, if I'm someone who's maybe I've had, maybe I'm a person who's, who's, who's been through quite a bit in life. And if I'm honest, I say, Pete, I don't have the amazing energy to, you know, to, to change the world anymore, but I do want to improve. What, what, what would you say is, is a good way for me to get started? What are some tips that you can say would be, just things that I can do to start being a greater, a better performer. And maybe you can also, to start us off, you can maybe just define, give your definition to uh, performance. It could help us all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there, there's so many areas, but I think in terms of general performance, we need to be sharp physically. We need to be sharp cognitively. We need to make sure like lots and lots of areas are, of our life are, are in order. And um, I, I like to kind of think about four areas of, of health, wealth, self, and, and social. Yeah. So for the health side, we're, we're talking about regular exercise, talking about good sleep. I mean, the, the new research and, and some of the stuff on sleep that's coming out is so compelling. And it's just really highlighting the importance of sleep on, in terms of um, all kind of bodily functions and cognitive um, performance and just so, so many areas. So, you know, how many, um, how many hours sleep how, you how we can, how many hours uh, sleep are you getting? Come on. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, you should be getting seven to nine, <clears> and <throat> I, I'm on the lower end. <laughs> but All you right. know what? You, it, it makes a massive difference. It really yeah. makes big difference it's everything i think we i think we can all agree with that just finding that time right i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off keep going see no no you're absolutely right it's i need the accountability on that in fact, that's my <laughs> one area that i really need to honor because um you know i i won't take shortcuts in lots of areas but i will on that one and it's such an important one and you know that there's evidence that um, shows that it, it's linked with cardiovascular disease and um, Alzheimer's disease, lack of sleep, you know, so it's a serious wow. issue. Um, yeah, so um, this, the health area is it's exercise, it's diet, it's sleep, it's, um, it's, it's having, um, a bit, just being healthy in, in all areas and, and reducing stress. So we still want to have an urgency and a, and a drive and a purpose, but not stress, you know. Yeah. Um, stress just eats away at us. Mm. So that's the health area. Then the wealth means um, really making sure that um, we are, um, we're investing, we, we, we're growing our, our wealth, we're, we're developing our high income skills, we're, We've got income generation, maybe m multiple streams of income because, you know, I've met too many seriously talented people who are just um, in a dire situation um, financially. Wow. And it's depressing, you know. I, I know people with PhDs who are getting paid absolute peanuts, real experts. And, yeah. and so, you know, I'm passionate about helping people to, to really, but is that because they're not marketing themselves or is that because it's just bad luck or it's never bad luck. Like it, it's like, you've got to take responsibility and, and, yeah. and, you know, so, and, and I know, you know, that you're just provoking question and, and <laughs> it's exactly that, you know, they, they need to, but they need, you need help. People need yeah. a mentor, they need guidance. They, they need yeah. to know what to do. Um, so, so that's the health area, uh, wealth area. And then self, for me is really having a clear sense of purpose and vision, um, investing into yourself, investing into self-development, um, having good personal habits and routines and good personal organization in your lifestyle. Yeah. Your life isn't just a complete mess. You know, like these elite athletes, they are seriously organized and disciplined. They don't just roll out of bed whenever they feel like it and practice if they want to. They are out of bed you know, on the minute that they're supposed to be, they, they, they're eating at the right time, they're training at the right time, they're recovering at the right time. You have to organize your day and yeah. you have to um, ha have accountability around that as well. There you go. Um, so that's the self side of things, really having that vision, that purpose and, and, and that organization in your life mm. and growing every day and developing. And then the social side, so health, wealth, self, and social. The social side means like our, our family, whether it's our, our wife or our husband or, or, or your kids, you've got kids or your close friends. Um, the people who learn and, and who support you. And um, uh, it's also then getting the right people around you, you know, in your social circles. Yeah. You, you, you know, people say you're, you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with and, and you'll know that and you would have heard that and and so it's having good people around you who will feed into you but then not being hey, selfish with hey, let, me, let me ask you something who who are the five people that you uh spend the most time with well out, outside of my wife and three kids 
<laughs> You've only got one left. <laughs> I've only got one left. So I, I, I've got a I've got a really good friend who I speak to on a weekly basis. Who, um, you know, we've got we keep each other accountable. We run things by each other. We have rants to each other, and and so I have a really good close friend. But I have a few people that I um, that I tap into, and and um, you know, and and actually, it's something I want to develop more and um i, I want to have a, a, a more in, be more intentional about my inner circle of people that i tap into and yeah yeah and you're one of the guys that i'd love to spend more time with and i want to tap into to you know your experience and knowledge a bit more because i know that you've achieved so much and that you've got such a, a drive in business so you know um that that's something i want to grow more but um the, the thing i wanted to say was that so obviously you want to hang around with the right people, but then I think that you don't want to be selfish with that either because mm. like I feel a calling to really reach other people and help other people and, and, um, and impact other people's lives and be a good, good influence on, on other people and help lift them up. Yeah. Now, if they're, if they're the people who are influencing you, then that's not good. But um, what you want to do is um, you want to be able to give back and you want to be able to help people and just really um, impact them. And, and, um, and I know your, your, your wife is passionate about this with some of her, her marriage stuff that's going crazy at the moment. And, yeah. and yeah. I love that because she's just committed to helping other people. And okay, she's not um, basing her values on on some of the people she's helping, but she's actually giving her values to them and really showing <laughs> showing them. And so I think, yeah, we we need to have the the people who will mentor us and and hold us up, but then we need to give out, don't we? And and a lot of the work I was doing when I was co-pastoring Connect Annecy Church was about just really um, serving people. Yeah, and, and I, I can imagine. I mean, it's it's like if you're, if you're giving, you're, 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 you're having to, you're having to be responsible for something, for something, something more than yourself. And I hear a lot of people saying, you know, Stuart, I'm not, I'm not ready. You know, I've only done a little bit. Um, what do you say to people who, you know, who say, well, you know, I can't, I can't give if I haven't, if I don't have, if I'm not prepared enough. What, what do you say to that? I would say that um, as soon as you learn something, you've got to be ready to teach it to somebody. So everybody has got something to give. Uh, it, it's just, it's, it's not true whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and, and um, you know, an example is I, I actually grew up in Asia and um, I spent my childhood in Thailand and India. And I can remember going to uh, visit some people in a village in India. They were the poorest of the poor. And yeah. even they gave me a meal, you know, like they, and they had something to give and they, they, they probably went without and I felt bad and I'm not saying that, you know, that's a good thing, but I'm just saying everybody has something to give and whether it's a smile or whether it's some advice or, or something. And so I think, you know, for us guys as entrepreneurs and, and um, people who are excited about business or coaching or performance, we've got something to give. As soon as we read something and we understand it, then we need to then um, help others and teach others and help them learn as well. So tell me something, um, just, just a little off, maybe a little bit off course. What's your, what's your greatest accomplishment, like performance accomplishment? And you can't say like, well, my, my kid or my thing, you know, cause kid, you know, it was, it wasn't that much performance. I mean, you probably had to have a little performance on the day, but in terms of like your, your own personal performance, what, what what's, what's your ultimate, if, if you don't mind sharing, what's that ultimate performance of your personally that you've experienced 
Tell us a bit about that. Um, I know I didn't throw that at you. That's a, that's a bummer. Yeah, no, that's a pretty <laughs> difficult one. Um, or maybe in sports, maybe it can, maybe it can be something in sports or something personally or something. Um, so, so. I, I think there's a few things. So, um, I think, um, one, one of them is, um, I really, I had a position on um, as the chairman of an organization called the UK Strength and Conditioning Association. I was on the board of directors for nine years and chairman for five years. And um, it's a, it's not a huge organization, but we're in the UK and um, over the years I was involved, we really saw a lot of growth and we saw the, the um, organization change and develop and that. I've just stepped down from my role there and I really feel um, a sense of accomplishment. Um, and um, so I think it was good to be able to um, impact the profession and, and lots of people's lives and be, and make new friends within that and, and just, yeah, just, just be involved. And I've really enjoyed that. So I guess that's something that was a, a there's a sort of sense of accomplishment there as well. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I think, as, a, as an athlete, I, um, I, I wasn't so successful. I was never at an international level, but the sense of accomplishment for me was just um, being able to work hard. And um, so I trained um, with a lot of really, really, really good athletes, world-class athletes, and, and could kind of just be amongst them. Yeah, I wasn't as good as them, but I could train with them. And that for me was an accomplishment in itself because I knew I wasn't good enough to really be a world beater, but um, just to be able to put myself out there and absolutely lay everything down and leave nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, and I'm still a bit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's one thing I love about you, man. And it's, yeah, it's like you're, and I guess that's, that's, that's a point that maybe we haven't drawn out very much is, you know, performance is a lot about, is, is, is a lot about maybe your mindset and, and where you're limiting yourself and, and getting yourself in situations and experiences where you, where you can break those. Is, 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 is that something that you see as well? Or is, how would you bring the mindset piece into uh, performance in, in business and in life and sports? It, it's all about mindset. I mean, it really is. It's such a, it's such a big area. Like you need to, you need a, high level of motivation you need a high level of positivity because things go wrong um you know and as an athlete you are not um breaking records every day and you have to get used to um you know um failing or not achieving but realizing that you can see the bigger picture and that you you are on a path and you know, it's all, like I said before, it's about like changing, changing course or course correction or sometimes yeah. changing trajectory. And um, it's about small changes all the time um, because what, what got you where you are now isn't going to get you where you want to be. Um, so yeah. yeah. So you, you're going to have to make some changes. You need a new stimulus. And if there's no new stimulus, then um, you know, you're not going to improve. So um, but it, you need to be really robust in your mind. You need to be positive. You need to be enthusiastic. You need to be filling your mind with some good stuff or you will just give up and, and, and get depressed. And if you, I'll give you an example. So from, 
if you take the sport of the event of high jump in track and field, for example, uh-huh. high jump, you always finish with a failure, right? Yeah. Because yeah, you, yeah, never thought about that. Yeah, you keep going until you fail, and huh. so as the bar goes up, you keep clearing it. But one day you fail, and in every competition you finish with a failure. So you have to be a really robust individual because you <laughs> finish. Yeah, it's true. I never wanted to finish. I always wanted to finish my practices or any training with a made shot or a made uh, attempt. Exactly. <laughs> so, 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 like, you have to be, you have to be robust. And, um, and, and I've had times in, um, in my own life where I've had to deal with failure. So mm. in, um, in the early 2000s, I, I bought properties and began to expand my property portfolio and set up a property business. And then, the market took a dive in 2008 and for the next two years, my wife and I just really, really, really struggled and, and we, we were in negative equity and we were over leveraged and just everything went bad. And in yeah. the end, we, we went bankrupt in 2010 and we lost everything. We lost our house, we lost our car, we lost everything. Wow. And that was a really, really tough time. I mean, I can't, stress how tough it was and over those period periods of years where we where things were going bad we had three kids born in three years so <laughs> you know you can imagine that stress on top yeah. of the financial stress plus i was working full-time job coaching athletes at the highest level i mean there was a huge level of stress and it, it was really tough and yeah. to bounce back from that took time and and um basically i I just again like we said before i surrounded myself with good people and i did a load of kind of personal development and read a lot of books and i read about 50 books on on business straight after that because i was like i need to learn i've made some serious mistakes i couldn't blame the market yeah the market went down but there's no doubt that i made some mistakes and i had to learn from those and so yeah, you, you've got to be fairly robust in your mind. And I, I, hear you. I hear you. And tell me, you, you mentioned something before. You talked about um, it wasn't hurdles. You said the word, uh, you talked about choices and having to, to make sacrifices. What, what place does sacrifice have in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in, the, in the life of a person who is a high performer? Um, it, it plays a massive part and um, because basically it's all about focus. Um, you have to remain focused um, on your goal so you cannot be distracted and that means you have to make sacrifices to achieve your goal or you're not going to get there or it will take you a lot longer. And, um, so there is, there's, there's relational sacrifices, there's time sacrifices, you know, you just can't pursue everything that you want to, but it it depends what you want in life. If you just kind of want to sail through life and just, you know, have a fairly easy life, great, go for it. But if you're a high, high achiever and a performance person, then you will have to make some big decisions around what you lay down and you have to learn to say no to to things that you'd probably like to say yes to. Yeah, like it's like me and chocolate. I'm having, I'm still working on that. I, it's it's very difficult. <laughs> but so so you're saying you got you have to you have to you have to be really clear about what you want. Is is that really the start 
I mean, because I, I can be like, okay, I want to be a high performer and I've, I've got the energy and I want to do it. Where do I start? How do I get going? Um, because I want to have the success that you've had in building your professional career or your sports career or the people that you train. I want to have, I want to be able to see myself winning in my life. I want to see myself more performant. What's, what's the starting point for people? Okay, so I, I do a few things and I review this um, periodically. Um, one is I, I write down the things that I'm passionate about. Okay, so for me, it's, it's sports, it's leadership, it's business. So I write down what I'm passionate about. Um, then I write down, um, you know, what is my purpose and what do I really want to achieve? So for an athlete, it might be Olympic gold. It might just be qualifying for the, the Olympics. Um, for you, it will be to grow your business. It might be to grow your business up, up to a certain value or, or whatever. So mm -hmm. you write down what, what, you, what you want to achieve, what your purpose is. Then you write down some goals of like, um, you know, smaller goals. And the, my goals, I, I have like goals for 2018, I have goals for 2019, and I review them daily. Um, oh, wow. How do you review them? What do you do? I just, I just read through them every morning. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm writing mine out twice a day. I'm writing my goals out in the morning and in the evening. So it's pretty it's interesting. They're the similar, similar uh, rituals. Writing them down sounds better, apparently. So you're one step ahead of me because I'm just reading mine. You're writing yours. Uh, I think speaking them out and writing is, is better than just reading. So maybe wow, I'll yeah. start. Now. Yeah. And then, um, and then you've got to put a plan in place, right? So an athlete has, so let's take an, an Olympic athlete. There's four years between Olympic games. And so they have, um, they have a cycle. Um, they have a macro cycle, which is a four year cycle. And they look at basically their four years and they plan out what that four years is going to look like. The events they're going to do, the training, um, then they have uh, meso cycles, which are shorter. Then they have micro cycles, which are like a, uh, a week long. Um, and basically they plan to the nth degree and you have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you're not going to get anywhere Yeah. or you're going to get there slowly. So, <laughs> um, I would say once you've kind of reviewed your, your kind of your vision and your purpose and you've written down your, your kind of things you're passionate about and maybe your strengths, things you're good at, um, and, and then you bring out your goals, then you need to make your plan and then you need to stick at it ruthlessly. So, so this, this is, and this is probably where people, people are probably already going, Oh my goodness, that's just so much to think about. And that's maybe where the mentor comes in, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, you know, we, I, I'm a coach, but you know what? I can't, I cannot coach myself. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I've, I've tried and I can't do it. You could coach me, but I can't coach myself. <laughs> Um, so it's just tough because you need somebody to keep you accountable. You need somebody to, um, give you different perspective. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's so much more to it than, um, than just knowing what to do. It's just not, it's just not good enough. So that's where a coach and a mentor make a massive difference. Okay. That's really, that's really, really helpful. So once I have, so it's like a lot of soul searching. I mean, for, for most guys who maybe aren't willing to do that work, that might be a, a little bit of a roadblock. So get a mentor and get, get serious about what you want to achieve and, and write it down and then work with someone to plan out how I'm going to get there. 
you know, I have goals myself that are, that I can't even, I mean, they're silly, silly goals. And I can't even begin to plan. <laughs> I, um, and I, and, 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 um, and then, and then maybe my goals for this year, I, I can, I can plan. And then I do have to check them regularly. And I, and like my wife and I, we have, we have weekly finance meetings where we're looking at our finances. Okay. How are we doing? What do we do here? What decisions do we make? What's the next step? Uh, and then we have monthly meetings where we're, we're on, we're on mission or on, on, on focus for the mission of our family every month. Um, so I can totally see that working also from an individual standpoint, having those meetings with yourself. Yeah. So, so, um, I think as we finish, man, it's just unbelievable to hear your story and, and what you're doing. And, and, and I really want, if, if there's one thing that you could give to this audience for, that, that could really get them going, something they need to hear, something that's going to help them to, uh, to be a winner, because we are in the winner's circle. And when you're in the winner's circle, when you're around winners, you're going to win. Uh, you're much more likely to win. It's down to you, obviously, but you're going to be much more likely to win. So what is that thing that you want to tell the audience that maybe that one thing that you want to give them that tip to get going? Um, I, I would say that you can do it. You really, really can do it. It's, it's not that difficult. Um, yes, it's, it's, um, it's hard work. It takes perseverance, it takes sacrifice, like we said, but you know, like you, you can do this. Anyone can write a plan and, and stick to it, you know, and, and I, I love encouraging people and motivating people. And, and, um, and, and I just would say to your guys listening in your audience, look, like if you really, really want to achieve something and you're serious about it, then go for it. There's no reason why you can't. Don't let anyone tell you you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You've not got a good enough education. You haven't got enough money to get started. It's just not true. Like uh, there, there's some people who have a lot. We, we know this. There's a lot of people who've been extremely successful who totally flunked school and college and, and everything. You know, it's, it's not to do with that at all. It's to do with the things we've spoken about as perseverance and consistency and vision and purpose. And, um, but then at the end of the day, I would say also like, just be a good person as well. Be, be humble, be teachable, be yeah. open-minded, be yeah. hungry. There's, there's nothing worse than somebody who's just an awful person. <laughs> you know, like we want to work with successful people, but we want to be good people as well. Yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, Pete, thank you so much. If people want to learn more about you or follow you, I know you're connected. How can they get in touch with you? What's the best way? Probably um, Twitter's the platform I'm most active on. So at Pete McKnight, P-E-T-E-M-C-K-N-I-G-H-T. So just at Pete McKnight is my Twitter handle. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram as well, but I'm less active um, on there. Um, so Twitter's the one. Awesome. Yeah, because I, I, I can just imagine there's going to be a lot of people who will just who either want to meet you or have a question for you. And I know you said... You know, you're, you're, you love meeting people. You love uh, connecting with people and helping as much as possible. So please, guys, reach out to him, talk to him, and, uh, and learn from, from this amazing man. Thank you so much for uh, giving me some of your time, sir. Thank you. And before I go, I just want to say a huge thanks to you. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you 
for all the um, advice and encouragement and motivation that you've given me over the years. I've loved observing the way you've grown your businesses and I'm really excited to see them um, just go to the moon over the next few years. And yeah, so thank you. It's an absolute privilege to, to know you and I'm looking forward to spending more time with you. Yeah, man, we got lots, lots to talk about and we're going to see each other soon anyway. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks. sir. Take, Take care. care. Bye. Bye.